Today, as we once again gather before the presence of the risen Christ, we continually heard of Jesus Christ's story after that he was risen from the dead, how that he continually appears to his disciples. Because the, Jesus knew that the disciples were discouraged because of what had happened. And so Jesus was manifesting himself to them, showing to them that what is that that the God, our Father, has promised, he does really fulfills. That death could not hold him in a grave. Life always prevails. And so Jesus was manifesting that to the disciples, to his followers, so that they may be encouraged and strengthened once again, be able to restore them to that which God has purposed for them, calling them, sending them out. Even in our gospel reading for today, the story about Again, the disciples were gathered. Last Sunday, when the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to them, the first day of the week, that is the Easter day, how that Jesus appears to them and said to them, Peace to you. He declares the blessing of peace, but we know that this peace is the fullness of God's blessing, which is a result of a life that lives under the rule and the reign of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that's the blessing that Jesus declares to them. And he encouraged them, ensuring them that this is me, really alive. You're not seeing just a ghost. But your Lord and your Master whom they crucified and is now alive. But during that time, Thomas was not with them. He probably also ran away have his own way of uh, celebrating his despair, his mourning of the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. He was not with the other apostles. But when he came again to see the other disciples, even as many witnesses have spoken to him that they had seen the Lord who is really alive, Then Thomas says, unless all these things I see, I will not believe. In verse 19 of our uh, reading today, the blessing of peace already speaks to us so powerfully. Because even the Lord Jesus Christ says in his gospel that my peace I give to you is not like what the world gives. But my peace brings blessing, protection, favor, healing, and restoration. That is the blessing of peace. But today as we Hear again the story of Thomas in verse 24. 
after the disciples have told him about Jesus manifesting to them. Now at verse 24, now Thomas called the twin, one of the twelve, is not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hands into his side, I will not believe. So he's definite to that. He's stubborn to that. I will not believe. That is his declaration to the rest of the apostles and even the women who have gathered into an upper room there locked themselves for the fear of the Jews. We might accuse Thomas as a doubter. We say that he is a doubter because he doubted in this story, not the Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection. But he doubted the words of the apostles. Now this is the challenge that this story gives us. He believes that Jesus Christ is risen, but he did not believe the words of the apostles. So that's why this is also challenge to us. That when we begin to testify and witness for a risen Christ, that we also really testify that Christ truly is alive. He is risen. Because knowing in this story, the disciples before Thomas, Jesus already showed himself to them, but they did not believe Christ's resurrection. They did not believe the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why do you think they were in the upper room, locked themselves? For what reason? For fear of the Jews. So where is the resurrection power of Christ now? If they truly believe Christ is risen. Why they were in the upper room, locked themselves for fear? Or sometimes also we have that challenge in our hearts, in our lives, that we also, in our upper room, lock ourselves in fear, in anxieties, in worries, and have not believed the words that we have just heard, Christ is risen. He is alive. He has conquered death. And so Thomas did not believe the words of the apostles. He doubted the words of the apostles, not the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. You said that? Okay, let me just give me the proof. He demanded for a proof. Thomas asked for a proof. So this is the challenge for us also. What proof does our lives manifest that we truly believe the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ? 
Does we just speak about the resurrection? He is arrived, he is risen. It's just a mental ascent, mental knowledge, head knowledge. He is Christ. But still, we are being enveloped of fear, anxieties, worries. That even in the midst of testings and trials, what motivates us? Is it faith or is it fear? So how other people may believe? How do you think Thomas will believe that Christ is risen if these other disciples also have not shown in their lives truly Christ is alive? Lock themselves in the upper room for fear. How does also our lives we declare Christ is alive, Christ is risen, He is our provider, He is our healer, He is our protector, He is our deliverer, He is our guide, when we ourselves does not display who Christ is, whom we believe. Then we are going to witness this and that is Christ. But other people will not see upon our lives truly what we say is true with how we believe and manifest them. So this is the challenge for us. This two story does not just speak about Thomas being a doubtful people, but also of the other apostles who doubted the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So this is the challenge for us. Others may seek proof in our lives of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, of what is that we believe? Our faith. What is the proof that they are seeking from us? It's what we say we also live. We walk our talk. So that is the proof that the people are seeking so that they may also be able to believe what you say is true. It's not just mental ascent. Not just knowing what the scriptures say. We might memorize the scriptures, but how many of the scriptures that we have memorized, we practice. We put action into it. So this is also what people are seeking from us. The proof. And now what proof are we going to manifest so that they may be able to believe? Christ is alive. He is our God. Okay? That even Jesus Christ gave Thomas the proof. There he declares, My Lord and my God. Not one of the disciples say that word, My Lord and my God. Now I know, my Lord, my God, you are faithful and true to your word. Well, are the other disciples they still did not believe the Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection. Okay? And finally, Thomas chose to believe the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even he, Jesus, encouraged and admonished Thomas, saying, Thomas, because you have seen, now you have believed. 
But blessed are those who have not seen but choose to believe. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ is trying to say to us. Yes, God's word is already sufficient for us as a basis of our faith. God's word. We have heard many teachings about the Lord Jesus Christ. Many of us have been encouraged by the life of our bishop. How that he walk his talk. He talked about faith, he teaches about faith, and not that he only talk about faith and teach about faith, he lives out that faith with which he believed. And many of us have been encouraged by that. And what do you think the bishop did? It's not a secret. He shows that to us openly. If you have been attending our Wednesday fellowship, primate has been teaching us of faith in our times the necessity of faith in our times the importance of walking and living out that faith that we have heard not just having them being stored in our memory knowing all the scriptures about faith or even James says in his epistle Faith without action, without corresponding action, is dead. And so, Jesus gives us His promises that we might put our faith in them. And not only that we might put our faith in them, but to walk in them. That we may begin to see the answers produce the result of that which we believe. Because we are to remember this, that faith is a choice that we have to make. Faith is a choice that we have to make. Or either the other things that we are going to choose. The fear, the doubt, the worries, the anxieties. But what do you think it will produce to us when we live the opposite? But when we begin to choose to walk in faith, we will choose to see and we will choose to walk in that which God has promised us. Even the scripture says that a just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. So this is God reminding us this day about this story, challenging us that we our lives should be a proclamation of that faith which we believe. That when others seek for proof of what we believe, we're going to show them we are walking in that faith. And so that others 
When they seek that proof, may believe truly our testimony, may believe our words, Jesus truly is with us. He is alive. He is risen from the dead. And fear, death, anxieties, and worries have no place in our lives, has no place in our hearts, but faith in the living God.